0: You are welcome to another edition of Jesus the Way, the Truth, and the Life with Dr. Dayo Otokoya. This program is built to take you on a spiritual journey where you become a certified winner in all aspects of life using Jesus as a guiding compass. So, get ready to bask in the banquet of liberation, transformation, light, and knowledge through Christ. And now, Dr. Dio Odukoya.
1: You're welcome to Jesus the way, the truth, the life. I'm your host, Dio Dukoya, or just simply Daddy he. Now hear this. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Hallelujah. As you listen to me and apply the key lessons from this message, you shall be set free from all oppressions of the devil and you will enter into abundant life in Christ Jesus. Say amen to that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, it's a new day for you and her. The topic for today and for this week is Jesus was moved with compassion. I love this topic. Is a powerful revelation that will bring revolutions into somebody's life out there. May you be that person. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So, I'll soon we should be soon be going we shall be going deeper into that topic too. You know, revealing what the Holy Ghost taught us on this topic very soon. But before doing that, we want to quickly situate the purpose of this broadcast. Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life—three phrases there. You can see the purpose in those in the theme of the broadcast. Hallelujah. Jesus is the way. Our master Jesus said in John 14:6 and I love this powerful statement. He said, "I'm the way, the truth and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me." So profound. So authoritative. Hallelujah. No man ever spoke like that because is the truth. That's the truth. So Jesus is the only way to God. As you regularly listen to Jesus the way, and follow Jesus in the way, you will not only have access to God, you will enjoy the best of life and you'll be free from frustration. Hallelujah! I'm sure you love that. Number two, Jesus is the truth. In the book of the Bible says from the scripture of John chapter one verses one to three and verse fourteen. That Jesus Christ in the beginning was the word, and the word was the God, and the word was God. And then verse 14: And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Jesus Christ is the word of God. Listen to me. And in John 17:17, the scripture, that word is the truth. So if you link the two scriptures, you discover that Jesus is the truth. So the word of God is the truth. Jesus is the word of God. You know something interesting about the truth. Unlike scientific facts, truth is eternal, unchangeable, infallible. You can't fault it. It has been tried. God has tried this word many times, and it has been proven, established to be truth. And you know, and so when you build your life in and around the truth, you are building true eternal legacies. Hallelujah! True eternal. I May mean, you not know, by the mercy of God, you will no longer labor in vain. In the name of Jesus, as you regularly listen to Jesus, the way the truth and life. You know, you discover that you begin to teach you how to build true eternal legacies. By the mercy of God, you shall no longer labor in vain in Jesus' name. Then finally, Jesus' is life. First John chapter 5, verses 11 to 12. I love the scripture. This is the record that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. And he that has Jesus, therefore, has life. May you not miss this for anything in the world. Jesus is the gift of eternal life to mankind. When you receive him, you receive the gift of eternal life. You die no more. Jesus said it emphatically when he was going to wake up Lazarus. He said, he that, believed, he that believes in me, he shall no longer die. We are not talking about physical, biological death. We are talking about spiritual death. I see you escaping death altogether and enjoying the gift of eternal life in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name. If you have not given your life to Christ, you have not accepted Jesus just wait and stand by and make sure because by the end of this ministration I'll be leading often a short prayer to lead us to Jesus to accept Jesus to accept the gift of eternal life make sure you don't miss it for anything in the world hallelujah and then finally this program has been put together to help you to be fulfilled in life how? by helping you to discover your life purpose, which is tied to your gift and your talent the, your gift and talent are the instruments for fulfilling your life assignment. And so when you discover those gifts and talent, it is a pointer to your life assignment. And as you fulfill that assignment, by developing and deploying your gift and talent, you become fulfilled in life. You shall no longer have any regret at the end of the day of your life in the name of Jesus. You can see more of this in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 7 to 16. These are the things that you'll be learning as you listen. We have been only here for more than three years now. And I upload a podcast. And they are on Anchor and Spotify. Just search through with Daio Dukoya. And begin to listen and feed. It's a Bible study. We're on my two alone for more than two years. You have a lot to learn. A little there, a little there. And I see God transforming your life altogether. Hallelujah. This is why I welcome you to Jesus the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. Jesus taking the word. Randy Ward. I'll be right back. You
0: are here Working in this place I worship you I worship you Hey, we make a miracle walker Promise keeper Light in the darkness My God
1: You're welcome. This is Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. I'm your host, Dio Odukoia, or just simply, Daddy Hallelujah. Now, like I said before, the topic for this week is Jesus was moved with compassion. Jesus was moved with compassion. The scripture, the anchor scripture where we got this title is from Mark chapter 6, verses 33 to 34. Mark chapter 6, verses 33 to 34. Let me quickly read that scripture. And the people saw them departing, and many knew him, Jesus, and ran afoot, dither, out of all cities, and outwent them, and came together unto him. And Jesus, when he came out, saw much people, and was moved with compassion towards them, because they were as sheep, not having a shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. Awesome. Glory to God. Our Master Jesus was always moved with compassion, as you can see from the scripture. We learned so many things from the Word of God. I pray that you catch a revelation. As we begin to expound the scriptures and the word of God that will bring revolution in your life in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, our Master Jesus said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceed out of the mouth of God. That means to say, that is to say, we are to live by the word of God. We live by the word because faith comes by hearing the word. And the just shall live by faith. So we live by extension. We live by the word of God. We live by the word of God. But you not miss out on that revelation. Treasure the word above all else. Hallelujah. Now, I will repeat that statement again. The anchor scripture, I mean, of course, the focus of this topic is that, I mean, Jesus was moved by compassion. Our master Jesus was always moved with compassion. See the following accounts in the Bible, in Matthew chapter eighteen, verse twenty-seven, for instance. Matthew eighteen, verse twenty-seven, says, "Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion, and loosed him, and forgave him his debt." Can you see that? How compassion brought about deliverance and forgiveness of sin. That's how God will be setting somebody who is enemy now free out of compassion in the name of Jesus but you see you must learn to sow the seed of compassion for you also to enjoy compassion compassion from others from God and from your fellow man if you don't sow that seed you won't reap the harvest of compassion so that's why it's so important to learn the heart of compassion it's so important Matthew chapter 20, verse 34. I hope you are noting down the scriptures. So you go and meditate on them again and again. You can hear this thing once and catch the depth. I mean, the, the blessing God has ordained absolutely inside this word. They are not found on the surface. They are always inside the deep of the depth of the word of God. And I see God taking you there. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Matthew chapter 20, verse 34. So Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes and immediately their eyes received sight and they followed him. He had compassion on them and a miracle followed. Hallelujah. Let's go further again. We are still exploring description on the subject of compassion. Luke chapter 7 verses 12 to 15. Luke chapter 7 verses 12 to 15. Now when he came nigh to the gate of the city, that is our master Jesus, behold, there was a dead man carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her, and said unto her, Weep not. And he came and touched the bear, and they that bear him stood still, And he said, young man, I say unto thee, arise. And he that was dead sat up, hallelujah, and began to speak. And he delivered him to his mother. See that again. The flow of compassion provoking miracles. I believe you are catching a revelation, some revelations here. This is the mother or genesis of miracles and wonders. The flow of compassion. May the the Lord baptize you and I with the spirit of compassion, genuine compassion from this era in the mighty name of Jesus of Nazareth. Now, what actually is the meaning of compassion? Let's start from the dictionary. The Oxford Online Dictionary defines compassion as follows, and I love this definition, that's why I'm sharing it with you. It said, it is the deep awareness of the suffering of another. Coupled with the wish to relieve it. I love this. It's not just being aware of the suffering of, of the other people around you, but it's coupled with the wish to relieve that suffering, to do something about it. That's the difference between compassion and sympathy or pity. And then empathy. In fact, another synonym for compassion is empathy. Empathy is different from sympathy. Sympathy, you pity the person, a hey, yeah, like Yoruba will say a hey, yeah, oh sorry, and that's that was that's just all they're not ready to do. Anything to alleviate the suffering of the person. That is just pity or sympathy, it's not the same thing as empathy. When you are having genuine empathy or, or compassion, you want to do something to alleviate the suffering of that person. You would do something, you'll be moved to do something. That's the proof of compassion. That's what differentiates compassion or empathy from sympathy. Glory to God. And that is what is creating problem. You see, you know, you think you understand something, but you don't really understand it. You're operating on a different plane because of your lack of understanding of basic concepts and principles in life. But I see God turning your situation around for the better in the mighty name of Jesus. So, compassion is is a strong expression of love. I want you to understand this. It is the flow of God's kind of love that moves you to help people around you to alleviate their sufferings and pain. Did you get that? Often, when you are moved by compassion, you are being moved by God. For God is love. This explains why miracles often manifest every time we allow compassion to move us to help people. Hallelujah. May you begin to flow in compassion in a stronger dimension from this hour in the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord continue to help and help to increase more. Remember this, this Good Samaritan in the Bible, how the Good Samaritan was moved with compassion to help the man that was wounded by ham robbers. You can see how those who anointed the priest and co, they just gave excuses, they pitied from afar, and they quickly escaped and turned the other way and couldn't lift a finger to help that guy. But not the good Samaritan. The good Samaritan was moved. The proof that his own was compassion and empathy, not sympathy, was that he did something to help the man. He didn't just quickly turn the other way and give excuse, like some of us give excuse like the one that they want. i so I mean, the police to say I'm the one that wounded the person, or that that actually robbed the person, and then you quickly find a way. I don't want to get myself into trouble. Even in psychology, that's what we call bystander effect. You see people suffering and you just you just quickly find your way to give excuse to escape and not do anything to help such people. That's bystander effect. You had the story of uh, Geneva, how somebody was shot, shot this lady, and so almost 50 people witnessed the thing and they couldn't do anything to assist the, 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 the poor girl until the assailant came back again and finished her off. And nobody could even call the place. Just because they don't want to get into trouble. They call it bystander effect. So we need to watch out and, and, be, and, and be careful about this so that we don't fall into some of these errors. It's not a sign of genuine love. Let's quickly explore more scriptures to understand this subject more. Let's see what is in First Peter. You know, it is, the Lord described his act as a genuine expression of love. And he said we should do likewise. I'm still talking about the good Samaritan that helped the man that was wounded by armed robbers. He said, that is the proof of love. Anybody you have the power to help, that is your neighbor. And do you know something? Love is the ticket that will take you into heaven. Without genuine love for people around you, which is the proof of your love for God, which is expressed in compassion, forget it. There may not be any entry into the kingdom of God. For God is love. And everyone that we enter into that kingdom must operate in love and genuine compassion. See what the Lord, the scripture says, the Spirit of God says in First Peter 3, verse 8. Finally, finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another. Love as brethren. Be pitiful, be courteous. Glory to God. And see what the scripture says in 1 John three seventeen. also. But also at this world's goals, and see it his brother have need and shut it up his boil of compassion. How dwelleth the love of God in him? This is a question. What is the proof of your love? That you the God of the love of God is in you. When you see your brother have need and is suffering, and you can do anything to alleviate, to help, you may not be able to solve all the problem, but at least you make an effort to help the person. Hallelujah. This is the lesson we're learning today. And as I begin to wrap up, I want to wrap up with the testimony I once heard from. I read it from his book. I mean, John Austin of blessed memory, which is the father of Joel Austin. It's a flow of compassion. That one tiny booklet he wrote, and he shared this testimony in that booklet. How, for the first time in his ministry, when he began to understand this power of compassion. He said, in fact, the thing came spontaneously, not that actually it was, I mean, specially or I mean, deliberately orchestrated. They said, this poor girl, who, I mean, along the line had an accident and one leg was shortened. You're pretty powerful someone that with God all things are possible. And then it was a miracle service. And this young girl came out on the line for prayers that he wants her legs to grow back to normal. She doesn't like this limping. You know, and after praying for the young girl, they were all expecting a miracle. But lo and behold, it appears nothing happened at that point in time, and the poor girl started limping back to her seat, and she was just watching the girl. He said, as the girl was limping back, he said suddenly from nowhere a well of compassion just came up into his heart. For the you know, it overwhelmed him so much, and it's as as that well of compassion was flowing out, as if the power of God started flowing out from him. That is from Joel Aust- from John Austin, the minister towards the girl and before the girl got back to her seat that well of compassion which is the flow of God he said suddenly a miracle happened they suddenly started hearing cracking sounds and the girl's leg grew back to normal everything normalized and the miracle happened by the flow of compassion somebody shout hallelujah it sounds like a I mean, like a story from maybe, I mean, picked out of the blues. But that is the truth. With God, all things are possible, but there are principles to operate and provoke the flow of the power of God. One of those forces is the force of compassion. That's the lesson we're learning today. The force of compassion. The force of compassion. It will provoke because, you know, compassion is one of the means of divine guidance also. I must learn to follow its flow. Compassion is a provoker of miracles any day. So what should I do? As we begin to wrap up, what should I do to experience stronger flow of compassion in my heart? Because as believers, many of us have shopped up our bores of compassion. But because of nasty experiences we've had with people, don't allow that to, sh- to, f- to allow your voice of compassion to be shut up, the well of compassion, you to be shut up, because that is the provoker of miracles, that is the vault, you know, the, the avenue, the platform for miracles and some wonders. Don't allow the 419 guises to discourage you from expressing compassion towards people. So, what should I do? Number one, you have to be genuinely born again. Number two, you must be baptized in the Holy Ghost to the point of speaking in tongues. Listen to me, the Holy Ghost is actually the spirit of compassion. It's the one that will that shares the love of God abroad in our heart. It's the one that will make you to feel, you know, to flow in God's kind of love. It's the Holy Ghost. So you must be baptized in the Holy Ghost and allow the Holy Ghost to move you. In fact, one prayer I always pray is this. Sweet Holy Spirit, in case you are speaking to me, I'm not hearing. Let it please continue to move me and drive me, making me both to will and to do your good pleasure. That prayer is in the scripture. So pray it for yourself. Holy Ghost, today, as I said, as I said forth, let it please in the name of Jesus to continue to move me and drive me. Making me to to I mean to, to flow in your will. To put to will and to do your good pleasure. And shed the love of God abroad in my heart. Release a river of compassion into my heart, sweet Holy Spirit. Pray that prayer regularly. Holy Spirit, release a river of compassion to my heart and help me to flow in compassion towards all men. This day, like never before. So help me, O oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And then number three, you daily read and obey the word of God. All these things we are sharing with you now, they are from the word of God. Look at the revelations from the word. And then as you apply the revelation, you experience revolutions. And you begin to manifest sense and wonders and then number four be sensitive and quick to respond to the flow of compassion in your heart as the Holy Ghost tears it up in your heart be respond to it because if you don't respond to it it will eventually die off. So the more you respond to the flow of of to the flow of compassion in your heart the stronger and more regular it becomes people are softened all around don't shut up your bowels of compassion towards them. I know some, are not, many are not real, but God will open your eyes to know those who are real and you stretch forth your bowels of compassion towards them and help them. They are yearning for help. Let's not shut up our bowels of compassion towards them. And I see God rotting wonders in our lives in Jesus' name. And so we increase as we continue to practice, flowing you know, in the flow of compassion as the Holy Ghost is moving us in compassion and we flow in it. You know, so we increase in flowing in the miraculous like our master Jesus. Compassion moved him to open the eyes of the blind. Compassion, master Jesus, to heal the leprous. Compassion moved him to feed thousands with five loaves of bread. Compassion moved our master Jesus to raise the dead, as you saw in some of the scriptures I've shared with you today. and much more. Oh my God, compassion is a very great provoker of miracles, and wonders, those who are full of compassion and naturally full of love and of God, and they are full of God because God is love, hence, such are full of God's power and wonders. I see you and I flowing in this realm in the mighty name of Jesus of Nazareth. It is hearing messages like this and applying that will begin to change our lives dramatically. Let's begin to practice it from our Jerusalem, from our houses, from our homes. Have compassion to your family, to your spouse, towards your spouse, towards your family. How, what will make a man to raise his hand to start slapping his wife and to start beating his children? I mean, and, and using draconia method to punish your children, even when you have not even used words to try to correct them for us. It's because you don't have compassion. You can't even feel their pain. You don't even know what they're going through. There's no compassion. And so you are operating conditional love instead of unconditional love. When you are operating compassion, you will not be operating... Condi- That's another subject for another day, the difference between conditional love and unconditional love. So you need to make this your prayer. Oh Lord, grace me to be full of your love and compassion and empower me to help people suffering around me. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If this is truly in your heart, I see God putting it into your hands in the name of Jesus and embracing you with the spirit of compassion. Jesus the way, taking the world, run the world. I'll be right back. You
0: are here, working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. you miracle walker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my
1: God. You're welcome back. This is Jesus, the way, the truth, and life. I'm your host, Dio Dukoyal, just simply, Daddy D. We have been exploring this very interesting topic, Jesus was moved with compassion. Awesome topic. You've learned so much how that this is one of the provoker of miracles, signs, and wonders. I'm sure you want to be part of this. The Bible says the glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former. Don't you want to be part of those who manifest that greater glory? God is not going to send angels to manifest those greater glory. It is you and I. And so, and the begin, we must begin to learn the principles and all the things that will make it happen. One of them is learning to flow in compassion like our master Jesus. You have learned so much. If you have missed it, please just request for the podcast. It's, in fact, if you go to Aquan, 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 Aquan Spotify in the next few hours, you will see it there. You will see it there if you just search there. Glory to God. With Just search with Tyro Dukoya. And so quickly, if you want to begin that journey, you want to enter the company of those who be flowing in compassion and be flowing in signs and wonders, then the first step is that you must give your life to Jesus genuinely. Are you ready to begin that journey? Then lift up your right hand to the the Lord and and put your left hand on your chest and make this declaration after me, this prayer. Say, my Heavenly Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus. I know I'm a sinner. I'm asking you to forgive me all my sins. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe Jesus Christ is the Savior. And I believe Jesus is Lord. Lord Jesus, save me. Deliver me from the power of sin and the power of Satan. Give me the grace to hate sin and to love righteousness. Give me the grace to go and say no more. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. Write my name in the book of life and save me to the uttermost. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Congratulations. I rejoice with you for that bold step you have taken. It's a new day for you. In the spiritual realm now, you are born again. You are a newborn spirit. Hallelujah. You're like a new baby in the spiritual realm. You need to begin to feed that baby. Don't forget this. A baby that is not fed for that one day, two days, three days, four days will soon die. By the mercy of God, you will not die spiritually. And the word of God is the food for the spirit. not forget macaroni. I want to encourage you minimum two feed that baby well so that you become a robot or fat you know you know become fat in the spirit and become a giant very soon. And so minimum two chapters every day. Begin from New Testament, either John or Matthew. And just make sure you finish the new Testament new statement before you start going to the old testament. Is that all right? And then look for a good... I mean, make sure you're also baptizing the Holy Ghost because many are backsliding because they're not baptizing the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost that will establish you and cause my master Jesus to be formed inside you properly. So you need to make sure you're baptized in the Holy Ghost. Your church will have a program for new converts. If your church where they will be, you can be baptizing the Holy Ghost, but if your church is not having such program, I encourage you to join us at Winners Chapel. Just two Mondays. Come by six p.m. On Monday. Just just attend for two Mondays. You know, if you need direction to how to get to the center closest to you, because we have over seven hundred centers in Nigeria alone. I mean, in Lagos and Ottawa alone. And so, if you want to know the one closest to you. You can get across to me. I'll be sharing my contact details with you very soon. It's so important you are baptized in the Holy Ghost. Let's now quickly minister to those who are sick. That's part of the sacrament the Lord's given us. If you have given your life to Jesus, or maybe you have just rededicated your life, you, become, you have become one body with Jesus. You have been grafted into the body of Jesus. What that means is this. What a master Jesus cannot suffer, you and I, we are not permitted to suffer. You've got to believe it before you experience it or become it. Hallelujah. Do you understand that? So, and you have a, what you don't resist, have a right to remain. So, you don't watch, you know, any trace of sickness in your body. When you are patient with sickness, you soon become a patient. So, you've got to risk anything you don't like or you don't want. You resist it and command it to let go of you. That's why the scripture says, resist the devil and he shall flee from you with all his wicked devices and luggages like virus and bacteria and diseases. So it will let it let go of you. Are you ready to resist him now? Then lift up your stretch forth your hand and touch the gadget where you are hearing my voice. The Holy Ghost who is with you right there will overshadow you. And we destroy the root of that sickness. And the Lord in his mercy will replace any part of your body. The enemy has stolen or killed or destroyed, and make you whole. And the Lord will strengthen you and put you back on your feet. Say amen to these proclamations. That's exactly what the Lord will do. Because he hears me always. And he said, whatsoever I say, will come to pass. I don't have any doubt about it. Believe along with me. Just begin to say amen to these prayers now. In the name of Jesus, my Heavenly Father. I lift up this precious shoes before you. Because, Lord, I am our infirmities, and you bore our sickness. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, we will be spirit of infirmity, oppressing, or afflicting these ones. In Jesus' name, lose him now. In Jesus' name, lose her now. In Jesus' name we cast the root of that affliction and sickness. Die, be consumed with the fire of the Holy Ghost. Father, in the name of Jesus, O God of restoration, by your mercy, replace, repair and restore everything the enemy has stolen or killed or destroyed in their lives and make them whole. Holy Ghost, thank you for strengthening them and putting them back on defeat. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Congratulations. If you believe you have received that miracle, it has happened. According to Mark eleven twenty four, here hear what the Lord said. was: He said, whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. So, if you truly believe it, why don't you shout it? I believe I've received my healing. Say it again. I believe I've received my healing. If you truly believe what you have just said now, then you begin to behave like what you have said and so that you can become it. You believe it, you behave it, so you become it. So I command you in the name of Jesus, arise and walk, arise and eat, arise and begin to go about your business. I see As you begin to respond to that, it doesn't matter how many times as I'm making the effort, you may even fall in the process. Don't worry, don't be afraid, just keep at it. Those, those are the evidences of your faith. When God sees, when the devil sees your evidence, you producing the evidence of your faith, Holy Ghost will back you up and strengthen you and put you back on your feet. It's a new day for you. Congratulations. Just, I want to hear your testimony because I know God has wrought wonders will continue to wrought wonders in your life. That's the same way God delivered me from the affliction of asthma and so many other afflictions. It's working and I see it working for you. I want to hear your testimony and that takes me to this special announcement. Maybe you have just received your healing or you have just been saved or your life is getting transformed through this ministration. You need to share your testimonies with us. Or maybe you need counseling concerning spiritual matters, financial matters, academic issue, or marital issue. You can also get across to us. Or maybe you are interested in our products, the podcast, uploaded podcast. You want to know how to get them. You can also get across to us. Or maybe you are talented, very good in singing, in drama. You want to make production and you need help. You can also get across to us. Or you want to be a partner. You want to be a mentor to some of the young talents we are raising. Or you want to support us in prayer. Or any other way, even financially. You can also get across to me. Are you ready with your pain? Glory to God. The number is this. It's also my WhatsApp number. 234-909-6505-735. Let me repeat that again. 234-909-6505-735. No flashing place. The least you can do, just send a test message and you get an automated message if you are using an Android phone house, you know, you can also just call hallelujah. Remember, it's not what you know that matters, but what you do with what you know. As you begin to apply this divine trace secrets, I see God dramatically transforming your life and taking you to your topmost top in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus the way, taking the world round the world. God bless you and see you again
0: next week. Yeah to Dr. Dio Odukoya taking you on a life transforming journey to ensure you being a winner on earth. For more information and testimonies, contact Daddy D on 90 96 Until next time, keep basking in God's grace.